Trips and welcome back to the With Mets podcast. I am your host as ever, Andrew Grayson, and it's Wednesday, which means it's Star Wars Day, which means we're here to talk about Andor. I am joined once again by my two favourite Star Wars lads. It's Baby Boone himself, Joseph Boone. Andor, I hardly knew her. <laughs> That's such a shit joke to start with. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, can, it can only go up from here. <laughs> I love that it made it funnier, the fact that it was shit. And the special one himself, Paul Sterrett. Hola, hola. I'm happy to be back here, although I've been besieged by that joke to start off with. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's, that's how that's how we roll here on the With Mates podcast. We start with you with low expectations, and by mm-hmm. the end of it, we're making penis jokes, and we're all cracking up. That's how it rolls. There's um, no cuts, I, no edits. Oh yeah, definitely no completely un- unfiltered. Every piece of shit that comes out of our mouth, you get to hear. Uh, that's not entirely true. There's lots of stuff I've had to fucking cut out. Of these conversations <laughs> that we've had. Um, but for the most part, you get to hear everything. If I can be bothered one day, I might go back and give you a fucking uh, blipper real podcast. But enough about that. I'm a little bit ill under the weather, so I might have to kind of tag you guys in a wee bit more than what I normally talk about if I start having like a sneezing fit or something like that, because whatever it is that I've got, I can't sneeze once. I need to sneeze about 40 times, so it might go on for quite a while. But... Let's crack on with a little bit of Star Wars because things were getting exciting the last time we left you lovely listeners with Andor where we thought we were going to get um, our prison escape and that's very much what this episode is. So it's episode 10, Star Wars Andor, one way out and there was definitely no way we were leaving this episode without knowing that that is what this episode was called because they say it a fuck ton of times before this episode ends. But before we get into all things spoilers, we're going to give you our top thoughts, what we thought of this episode, and then we'll give you a big old spoiler warning and get into the big nitty gritty details. But let's start with Paul. It's always my favourite thing to do every week. Are we still in on Star Wars? Are we not? Are you in? Are you out? Let me know. Uh, Well, this series has kind of uh, gotten better. I think it still has a lot of the same problems it had at the start, but... This episode, I thought overall was pretty good. Um, I prefer this episode to the heist. Like I think you can compare this one to the sort of heist Aldani episode, and I preferred yeah. this one to that one mm-hmm. um, in terms of action and stuff. I felt like there was more stakes, and we cared about more of the characters. I agree. I agree. I think because I, I, it, something as simple as we've spent more time with these characters that you, you do tend to care about them. Uh, that I much think more. well is it not like the same amount of time has it not been the same amount of episodes mm. as the old Danny folk I mean if it is it doesn't feel like it because I'm very much like you I, I can, and maybe it's because I know Andy Serkis I was just like yeah mm. I care about Andy Serkis I want Andy Serkis pretty well I think that uh, has to be part of it yeah definitely uh, Joseph what about you mate did you enjoy this episode I was gripped start to finish with this episode and I, I was so, I, I find myself thinking halfway through it I can't believe about what four or five episodes ago we were in a really strange lull with the Eldani stuff and I couldn't care less mm. and now I'm like my eyes were glued to the screen for the entire what was like 45 minute runtime. It, yeah it's it, it's a cracking all-round episode and I think it paid off a lot of the stuff in the previous ones um and it really tugs at your your the heartstrings at near the end of the episode it was yeah good good shit yeah, there's 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 a couple of really standout moments within this episode. Overall, this episode is really really entertaining and really good. And I do agree with Paul. I probably do 
from a visual standpoint, I prefer the heist one where you get the big kind of like uh, meteor shower thing. That visually, I thought that was stunning, and I thought it was one of the best looking Star Wars things. In terms of plot, this was so much more uh, interesting and entertaining and stuff like that. But there's two real big standout points that we will talk about when we get to uh, the spoiler section. But yeah. I'm just finding it interesting and listeners, please, please, please comment and, and, and stuff. Cause I've seen a couple of people that I know on social media saying they fucking love this series. It's great. It's star Wars back to being star Wars. And it's, I'm going, what am I missing? Like, what is it that, that, that I don't understand that, that that's not really, not that it's not clicking with me, but I, I am not, at a, I'm at a position now where I say the second half of this series is much better than the first part of this series, but I am nowhere near saying, oh, Star Wars, this is Star Wars for me. I, I, like, oh, yeah. and, and in a previous podcast where we've done Tales of the Jedi, that was Star Wars to me. Yeah. And I went into a big rant. I was gigging this weekend and I was, I was uh, talking with a friend of mine, Craig, who was, who, who I'd asked what he thought of Andor. And he, he wasn't too fussed about it and stuff. And I got into this big rant about how, again, I'm a big old lightsaber loser and that's what I want to be seeing and all this kind of stuff. And it's similar to DC in the sense of DC are doing these like fucking Suicide Squad and Black Adam. And I'm going, give me fucking Batman. Give me Superman. <laughs> give me the A players. So why am I looking at this side character when I could be looking at Dooku or Qui-Gon or Obi? Or like, do you know what I mean? There's so many... To me, there's so many more interesting characters that we could follow. But the reason that I'm talking about this uh, before we get into the spoiler section of Andor, Disney have finally announced that the Acolyte is in production. Oh, so no. the Acolyte is a, a series following the dark side of the Force. Um, and it's. I can't, wait. I can't wait to relate to all the dark side characters and all. Oh, they're not that evil after all, are they? It's yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to be sitting there and like we'll see like the main character kill his master, and we're like, yeah, we've all been there. Oh, we've all killed our masters to gain an apprentice and become the top. We've all done that. I think oh, I might do. I, might I, do really, that as... I, I understand their journey so much. Oh my goodness, it's Riva again. Oh yeah. I might... oh. I might do that as a, a a video podcast just so we can see Paul's despair as we go through episode. Because like, yeah. just getting darker and darker. Because kind of what shit. we didn't see there was like as soon as you mentioned acolyte listeners, that Paul just started shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so unhappy. So for the listeners out there, this is this is what it's about. So the acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with his uh, with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. So as much as I don't think the the, the villain will be the main star of the piece, like uh, from the sounds of it, we will be following a Jedi or something like that. But the thing that stands out to me is the cast is fantastic. Daphne Keene is back, so you'll know Daphne Keene from uh, Logan. She was she was the young uh, girl in the Logan. Oh, uh, yeah. Lee Lee Jung Jae, who has came to stardom through Squid Games, um, oh, right, yeah. in it. So the cast is really really good. Um, but yeah, to me, I'm going. I want more about the Jedi. I want more about the Sith. So I am super excited for this, and hopefully, we'll get to see. More and more of that in the days to come, but let's get on back to Andor. So if you haven't seen this week's episode of Andor, episode 10, No Way Out, or One Way Out, sorry, uh, now is the time to pause the podcast, go on, head over to Disney Plus or wherever you watch your Star Wars series, and then come on back over and hear our spoiler thoughts. So yeah, um, let's get into it. Just want to go through this 
kind of periodically, or do you want me to kind of give you the the two best moments? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe going through it. Yeah, let's go yeah, through it because I'm I'm the the best moments I, I would say are kind of more near the end. So mm-hmm. uh, it starts off. You see the body kind of getting brought through the um the workers with the doctor, and you see it, it kind of goes back to Andy Serkis and and Andor's kind of like right, let's fucking sort this. And there is still this hesitancy from Andy Serkis now. Mate, he's he's next level. I'm so glad to cast him in this. Andy Serkis in this role has been absolutely a breath of fresh air. Fantastic. He's probably been my favourite part of this series. The thing that I'm still struggling to comprehend with like the Andy Serkis being in it is I want to know how they're going to tie this character like falling to the dark side and becoming Snoke. Like I I, <laughs> I really want I've to know been, how I've that... been waiting for the bathrobe. The bathrobe. Yeah. You think that's how they'll tie it in? He'll crop up next episode in the golden bathrobe and like he's, <laughs> well, he's got like the big scar and <laughs> I, think, I think he might be dead now oh maybe. oh i was waiting on that like i was waiting on the like at the end when they're all swimming and it's like big crescendo joyful music and it's happy and then you just see this one body that just like floats because <laughs> he's just drowned because <laughs> he couldn't swim and i was just like yeah that's star wars but no, um, he's, he's stunning. Like, like obviously, your favorite shot happened, Andrew, with him putting his t-shirt on, like right at the start, and you see his oh, yeah. buff shoulders. Like, oh, cha boy. Oh but, yeah. No, Andy he's, top shape. throughout this throughout this, this entire episode, like Andy Circus has just been knocking out the park, like beat after beat after beat. And there's a there's a scene later on in the end of the episode where he's addressing the entire prison, and he's looking directly at the camera, yep. and it's just such a powerful monologue he's doing. So like fuck more live action Andy Circus, please. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Um, so yeah, we see the guys; they go back into their their quarters, um, and you can kind of Andor's like, you need to let them know. You need to let them know what the fuck is going on. The guys are everybody's asking questions and stuff. They they really build up the tension with that floor where Andor literally gets his fucking toes off it just as it goes red. Um, where it could yeah, I was in. like, he's not really. <laughs> paying attention to that timer yeah. there. You yeah, exactly. I want to hurry up. I mean, I know you're a, a cool guy, Cassian, but come on, there's no need to... <laughs> so that's that right. Close. We know he doesn't die yet. We know he doesn't die. So he's allowed to take his time. But the tension, Joseph, the tension! <laughs> I wonder how many takes that took as well, because I've, I've, got it on, I've got it on just now, and it's fucking, like, pin-perfect, his foot lifts off just as it goes kind of red. Um, but again, yeah, this moment as well, Andor starts kind of telling them what's happening, and you can hear, hear somebody speak up, which I found very funny. What is she proposing? Uh, it was a very <laughs> funny Star Wars moment. Um, and then you, the, again, wonderful performance from Andy Serkis, where he kind of he's like, ah, "We're not getting out of here. This is it." And you kind of see this realization um, to the other prisoners that this is it, basically. Um, what about? The interesting thing for me is what's happening with the Empire. The guy who, at the start, when he's in the room with uh, Game of Thrones guy and... Um, Deidre. Deidre, who we've watched <laughs> 10 episodes and I had to be reminded who the fuck was Deidre called. I knew who she was, but I didn't remember, I didn't realise that was her name. Um, but the guy that looks like Spud from uh, Trainspotting. I actually thought, <laughs> he I actually does thought look it was, like Spud. I actually thought it was Spud. See when he got in the elevator. I was yeah. Like, oh, oh man, I've, I've been trying to put my finger on who yeah. he reminds me of. It's, it's Spud. 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 Um, so they were like they were in it 
minimally. Obviously, Spud had more of a thing at the end with with um with what's his name, Skarsgård, mm-hmm. but like they were in it somewhat minimally this time. Obviously, the the, the more focus was on and on stuff. But what did you think of the stuff that we got with the, the those that kind of empire story? Um, are you meaning like just kind of like what's happening with them sabotaging that rebel pilot or yeah, so the, pi- like the yeah, 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 the have, we, have we seen this pilot? Like, do this we is know why the- this is why I'm asking you because I'm confused at this, right? So there was a point during the um Skarsgård monologue, which is fantastic when we will get to that because that was one of my favorite p- parts of this, but th- they were talking about like this all oh, with. I'm going, who the fuck are we talking about here? And I would that's why I've kind of put it on to you because I was going. Maybe the boys understand it, and I'm just like lost. But yeah, I'm, what I'm, is that? I'm lost on who the pilot is. Like, have we met this person? Uh, we've not really had too much focus on a pilot from this series before, and they're using it as a trap. Like, I get that and all that, you know. And the whole thing is, they if they don't go for it, then it's they know there's a leak, and if they do go for it, they're gonna kill them, you know. So it's like. And they're using it to try and track down Andor and stuff, but I'm like, who's this person? <laughs> I think that's what's confusing me most about this series is they've introduced so many characters that it's hard for me to follow to know who we're talking about. Because there's a small scene in this episode where we get um I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I need to go to IMDB to see. It's uh Vel's like lover, I think it is. No, the girl that was on the center, uh, center. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she literally only got like three seconds screen time where she's walking through. I'm assuming it's to see where Aunt Petunia. I'm assuming that was Aunt Petunia that was having to see a doctor because we don't actually see her. But yeah, I was like, who's she now? Like, is she the pilot? There's just that many characters that I'm kind of struggling to know what some of the side plots are. Hmm. So I think the the guy that they're tracking, Anto Krieger. I think it is who like owns that pilot or like that pilot works for him um is tied in with saw guerrera and that sort of like extremist rebel stuff and i think it's like implying the empire thinks that he's access like krieger's access and they're trying to worm that out and disrupt a pilot because the pilot's been flagged as having stolen imperial codes right and they think it, they think that sort of the tech being stolen is coming from krieger and that side of things I think that's what that means, but I, as far as I'm aware, I don't think Anto Krieger's been in any other Star Wars thing. I think this is just a a, a new thing in Andor. Right. See, this is what this is where I'm getting confused is because I'm going. There's so many characters, and you're now introducing characters that haven't been in it. So now I need to think about who they are. Whereas the main, obviously, this episode, the main uh, portion of action is coming from the prison. So you're kind of focusing on them. Then you get a wee bit of Mon Mothma, but then, like, fucking Nerd Cop's not in this epi- episode, but then uh, Sinta fucking appears for, like, all of three seconds to, to kind of... I'm was go. i going, like, wh- where am I... Where, is, where are we following? Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. I'm assuming in the next two episodes they might be trying well, to tie all this up to get to that, one point that, where we my go because yeah. we've, we've wrapped up the prison now. Yeah. Three episodes... This is going to be escaping from the prison and finding himself back into the arms of the rebellion yeah. or something. What, like, what I reckon is going to happen is like, because in in that wee discussion with Luthen and Saw Guerrera, Saw was like, "Oh no, Krieger's too extreme for me. 
and Saw's like the one that's essentially a, a rebel terrorist at this point. Yeah. And I think what's going to happen is they keep talking about is it Spellhouse? This sort of this thing that Krieger's going on. Roadhouse, something like that. I think that's going to be like the final act of this series with like Andor doing that and then getting in with the rebellion that way by going like doing like the most extreme job. Then he just kicks Rentic up and he goes house. Yes, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. That's a Family Guy reference that I get because I've seen because you've seen that one. There's one. There's one. I was going to say there's about forty times they say it, so I would be shocked if you haven't seen it. Um. But yeah, I, I think that is my one critique. It's bit, like Again, for the most part, this episode is really, really enjoyable and stuff, but there was times where I was going, who the fuck are they talking about? What the fuck is that? Like, where are we going? What is this? But I would assume that's what the next two episodes are to kind of tie all these loose strings together to get us to a point for where we are going to push forward for uh, season two. So yeah, we see this Andor is... is uh, oh no, this is at the point where we get that small scene where I'm assuming am I am I wrong to assume that it's Petunia that's dying off? That's I the planet she's, she's like, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know the part I, I'm talking about? No, that yeah, no. I remember in the last was it this episode or the last episode they were talking about? Yeah, no, we'll make so a, last, an example of her. Yeah, last yeah, there's e- like, last episode yeah, there's they were that, talking that about really being... brief. Yeah, there's a really brief scene in between the them in the prison hallway and then going to we'll, we'll watch with, like, her and yeah. stuff yeah right so okay it so must I wasn't be about that. yeah that's what i was thinking right that's fine and then there's another kind of grass we then get uh paul's favorite parts it's more mon mothma trouble whoop, whoop, more whoop. mon mothma i mean not enough for me for this episode but my goodness like even when i mean my first thing was oh it's a human gangster. How quaint. Uh, here's another chance to offer up we got, uh, an alien. We got a quick glance at an alien this week. Alien watch, people. We've got we got quite notice? a few. We've got quite a few throw. There was I, only like... know, I only noticed one. No, so like uh, the end sequence where the boys, where Mr. Mustache is walking through yeah. the underbelly of Coruscant, we get like three or four in like different stalls. Ah, uh, see, I only noticed one where he was walking down like a like a, a like an alleyway where he kind of like like puts his cape around him to yeah to duck pat. yeah. There's like yeah. another in the shot before as well. My problem with this is also not not just that there isn't they barely do aliens and stuff, but it's also it was my problem in the sequels as well their like refusal to add any of the aliens that we know of that take up a lot of the galaxy you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like all these ones we've never seen before and i know it's a big place and it's a big galaxy and all that but there's there all these like races for a reason we've been introduced to you know so at least show one or two that we know of i'm Don't not any, against you've got new any, like ones. hot picks any any top top three aliens you'd put into the sequels instead um i i wouldn't mind say i mean just anything from like you know a toy darian like watto mm-hmm. uh to are they, not, are they are they not seen as rather racist uh, i mean they're, they're in clone wars and stuff it's just i guess it depends on their voice that's incredibly racist and andrew's like they're they're very racist proceeds to do very <laughs> people, strong... need, people need to know joseph they need to know <laughs> I, why it's racist it's um, a slight slight tangent like when like the halloween party was that where it was like star wars themed there was like the most low effort costume a, a guy turned up just wearing like a gray jumper 
jeans and a horrible Watto mask. Yeah. And he proceeded <laughs> to just sit in the corner with like cans of like tenants and just with a straw sticking through the nose of the Watto mask. <laughs> he went he went Halloween through the nose. It was it was fucking horrible because occasionally you'd, you'd be standing there like me as Obi-Wan, my pal as Anakin, my other pal dressed as George Lucas, which I need to send you because it's so fucking accurate. It's unreal. That's amazing. And then you just look over and in the corner in an armchair is just deflated Watto sucking tenants through a straw. I hope he doesn't <laughs> do like an impression, but every so often, he just gets so pissed every so often. You just hear him go... I did, but it was just like a really sort of meek, like quite, quite, quite sort of voice coming through the water mask. It's like, oh, can you pass me another beer, please? And it was like, that's what it was. Tangent over. Um, no I'm more Tordari. Not... Tor- 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 <laughs> I would, I so, would nominate Sabalba, and I would nominate. Uh, they're they're the... called Dugs. Yeah, Duds Duds more Dugs. <laughs> Your Dugs got tits. Mere Dugs. Mere tits. Twilix. Twilix. Yeah. They're, they're the ones with the two long worm heads. I want the commentators from the Phantom uh, the pod racers. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I want them. Yeah, I want them. The crowd are going nuts. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, it's, that's what I want. The thing that kind of stood out to get back to the episode. Oh, we love it. <laughs> get back to the episode. The thing that stood out to me in this part was when the fuck did uh, Star Wars turn into Game of Thrones when he's trying to like fucking fawn off his Wayne on her daughter. I was going... Well, that's what I was going to say, yeah. I don't think think we did that in Star Wars, but clearly we do. The Mon Mothma thing, like, I was going, okay, it's another human gangster. We could have had an alien here easily. But then I get it a bit more because they're talking about, in this specific case, they're talking about their (laughs) basically their Chandrillan arranged marriage and he's wanting to set that up, hopefully, between... In your favourite Star Wars movie, Lando proves that he doesn't just fuck humans. He fucks robots. He oh, fucks aliens. I mean... He could, he could have been an alien. That, that's a decision I definitely stand by 100%. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't want that in a film? <laughs> oh, I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. But yeah, I think this was obviously... You better like... buckle up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought... Oh god! I think this scene was obviously just to show that she's obviously in a tight situation where she's she's she wants to help the rebellion. She needs to get this money, but she's not willing to kind of I don't know go against it, her principles. I, it, I, I it, it also, just seemed, it seemed slightly odd. No, I don't. I, I'm going to disagree with you because I think I think it worked because in the pre it was either the previous episode or the episode before with the dinner party. Um, there's a conversation about her arranged marriage with her husband. And there's like, oh yeah, it's just kind of what we did. We were we were both young when we got married. It's like that sort of culture's tradition. And it seems like part of that scene was about her going, I don't want that from a daughter. I'm I'm it's like tying into the whole I want a better life for the folk coming next to it. For kind my like child whole... that fucking hates me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck her off. Get the money. <laughs> nah, to Screw be fair, your daughter, I daughter, get the money. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe not uh, like that. Yeah, (laughs) it's not that kind of show Uh, but yeah I I did like the fact that she was like look uh, we don't want to I don't want to be like I don't want to owe you a favour and stuff like that so again Mm -hmm. it's it's more and more my kind of showing that she's powerful and confident and and she's right to get to the position that she gets to with the rebels Mm. no definitely yeah no I think I I didn't mind this gangster guy he didn't really I mean (laughs) 
come off that? to me as like, oh, this guy's a big time gangster. I know he's trying to portray himself as being a bit more upright and whatnot, but I was just, hmm. but I, I did, I, I did like the whole thing of like, okay, I, I don't want money. I don't even want favors. I just want you to introduce your daughter to my son. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, good. Again, I just I just found that weird. I thought it was a be a wee bit like it's a first time again. First, yeah, time. exactly. It's a first <laughs> time, and it kind of stood out against me because I was just kind of going like, I didn't know we really. That, that is what George Lucas had in mind. That is what he had in mind. This is was, this was Wars. his original vision. Yeah. Hashtag this is Star Wars. Get a trend. Get a trend. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> so, again, we got another small uh, look. Uh, pun intended. We got a small look at Luthen again, um, where he's in his shop, he's doing his thing. Thoughts? It was a quick back and forth. I wasn't really all that much paying attention to what they were saying. I was just like, <laughs> this scene was over in like 10 seconds, and they were talking about the pilot kind of thing, just being like, oh, we need to know what we're going to do. And then it mm -hmm. was over. So that I couldn't yeah. agree more because I didn't even realise the scene was fucking in it until I just watched it later. <laughs> I went, he's in this bit? Apparently is. Yeah, it happened. It was there. It, it was a bridge between two separate scenes to tie in to the payoff at the end of the episode. It was, it was filler. Yes, exactly. With the but... girl that absolutely 100% is Princess Leia, but they're calling her a different name and she's working in a shop instead of the Senate. It's clear. It's clear. Clear. It's not Leia. Put an C at the start of her name, Paul. Jeez. Mm. Mm. You're going to get flack now because it's actually a K, Andrew. Loads of Star Wars fans oh, are going to be like, oh, It's no. actually a K! I think you'll find, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get to the meat of the action. So now starts the break up, uh, the breakout. Uh, they're waiting for the, the new guy to come in and we see... I, for, for the life of me, I didn't know what Andor's been cutting away at. It turns out it's the water main pipe. Um, I thought it was the hydraulics. So mm -hmm. this is what this is what I find hilarious, right? He's sitting there with his wee knife like it's fucking uh, what's it called? Shawshank Redemption. He's just scratch, 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 cut, 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 cut. He just takes a wrench and rip. I'm going do that for the start, you fanny. Like what are you doing? Like I'm going to cut a wee hole at this metal pipe. No, just rip the pipe out. No. Also, and Andor I'm... never did techie at school. He never did woodworking because his thumb was inches for that fucking blade, man. <laughs> like, he's not practicing workplace safety at all. Where's his safety glo goggles? Where's his safety gloves? <laughs> he's not wearing a high-vis vest while doing this. <laughs> he's, he's not done now, I know I said I liked this episode, but I was like, seriously? You have a major malfunction in your lift, and there isn't even like a warning light that pops up and goes, "Lift malfunction." I get it. He just goes, "Oh, let's put the lift down," and it just. I uh... think to be fair, did they not? Was there not one bit where he's like, "Oh, I've got like lights on, like." all over my my board like as if there was like warning yeah. lights i think there was or something but there, again, there was I, like I that like after though like when yeah. the thing was yeah. flooding no, enti yeah entirely it was like a, a good whack amount of time had passed but yeah no i do get your point um but again at this point i'm going i i, I don't know how uh machinery works in star wars but at this point see when he's le leaking all this water i'm going surely that'll kill more people my my first thought wasn't It'll malfunction the 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 electric floor. My thought was, 
water conducts electricity. That's going to spread and kill all these people. But yeah, I used like on. the water was pouring on the farm. Like, mate, first rule of Pokemon: you never fight a water type with a fucking electric type, dude. Exactly. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've got a question for you as well, right? So at this point, we see Andor kind of starts leaking the water. The new guy's coming in. They do the tension, tension, tension. Oh, he's not going to make it, and he makes it. And he's fucking ringing, and they don't even notice it, which I found funny. But there's a point where they're all putting their hands on the, their heads, getting into position. A couple of them put them over like a pipe that's behind mm. them, and I went, "Oh, it was like those like big sort of hoses in the ceiling, so they could pull them down, and like smoke would." Oh, distract I was the guards. Going, I, I didn't understand that. I was <clears> going, "That didn't even pay off." But now that you say that, yes, that does make. That does I thought make it was just sense. they were getting their weapons ready to batter them. But that was what I was going. I was going. They didn't dread it with their ropes, but they obviously they did. Now that Joseph said that, that does make entire sense. So yeah, big old smash. I get. The, the, the kind of, again, I feel as if this could have been done like the, the earlier episodes we could have we could have done without some of the earlier episodes and spent more time on this like we had like 20 minutes if that, where it's like we're all going to die here anyway, we might as well fit eat kind of thing and it would have had more impact when you had these two guys just like popping them with these uh, laser rifles and stuff like that and it was it's like ultimately this is the sacrifice, it's like there's, there's, there are people that are going to die, but it's the right thing to do that we should fight against them, their, their tyranny and all this kind of stuff. And but I just felt like as you started seeing Maybe people kind of more men down there. <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, again, though, it's like I, I like this idea that they built up. Like there's not enough, and it takes ages for them to kind of get from mm-hmm. one place to another and all that. It, it, it did kind of even the playing field somewhat that they had these because. That was the other thing that they brought up really at the start and it never came anywhere. None of them picked up any of the elec- uh, electricity-proof boots. That's what like, I, I thought. That... Like, did they not put them and then... Yeah, then they, but they, they, they didn't really do it. But we see one guy that kind of stays in the water. He gets zapped. I don't think Circus made it off the floor, but he somehow no, he survived. He didn't. So I think it was like the fact the water got on the floor and then it short-circuited the floor because there was water on the floor. So I think that's how it kind of worked. I think... Or it was just the electricity went going, oh no, wait, he's a main character, we can't kill him. Yeah, that's ah, what I was maybe. like, I was going, I'll just zap this it, other... it, I mean, definitely, electricity it definitely turned on at a point, because someone died because of it. And I don't know how electricity works, but I'm going, oh, it just didn't quite reach his part of the circuit. Like, okay, maybe right, that's fine. that's how he becomes Snoke. He's <laughs> <laughs> electrocuted and then becomes this big old fucking beastly alien. But yeah, <laughs> they start kind of killing off the main uh, buddies, if you will. The ginger guy goes, then they get up onto the up onto the 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 lift, and they escape. And then we see like other floors. There's water coming down. This where this is where we get the scene where the guy's like, "Oh, my my board's flashing. Like fuck. Oh, what do we do? Oh, you need to go, right? Okay, well, I'll go." And it's big old shootouts. I did like the fact that they had these like. Like the windows where you could like you, all the workers kind of looked up and you could see the battle coming out and then they come in and the one guy comes in he's like ah, one way out and then fucks off and I'm like I'm not going to know what that means mate you need to you, we need more we need details it's the prisoner hive mind the prisoner hive mind they'll know what it means no, can was, we get can we get like a a shout out for new guy on the floor he had no fucking idea coming into what was happening but as soon as like there was a moment to choose violence he fucking did he saw that zap stick and he was like fuck you mate. That brings up a really interesting point that I thought as well, right? So we know Andor essentially got lifted for just being there, right? 
how many do you actually think are like really bad criminals in that fucking jail that have done stuff that they should be in jail for and we're here cheering them on getting them out and like one of them's like ha 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 back to murdering oh, or back no, oh boy here i go killing yeah. again the the empire you know is rightfully put all these people in prison you know, <laughs> because they they are criminals and saboteurs and agent provocateurs and they will you know suffer under the glorious might of the empire <laughs> and they will work to supplement it or and I, so yeah no i was right i was with i was cheering all the guards on really i was like when they were locked in the, the room i was like <laughs> It's a tactical yes. move. You cower, you fucking genius man. You cower. It's a tactical <laughs> move. Paul's stay out in here. There, like... Stay safe. Regroup. You know you can call in more troops. They'll come in, save the day. Good work, lads. Good work. Quick question, Paul. When you watch Bambi, do you root for the hunter? I mean, I don't not root for the hunter. Is he? Is he? Just, what is? It, how is he supposed to feed his children, Joseph? Just line up that shot. <laughs> That's it. We fucking love a tangent. Make Joe Rogan proud. <laughs> We're not political. We're not political. <laughs> but yeah, so there's they, they go on like different floors and yeah, they're they're um they're releasing more and more people. One guy doesn't put the lift down, and then another one does put the lift out. It's funny. Um, so yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I love the wee shot of like you know when they're running through the corridor and you see the guy like run up to the door and peek through. You can't see anything. The camera just pans down. It's just a bunch of imperial officers like hiding behind yeah. the door and they're just like, "Don't see anything because yeah. they'll hear us." It's yeah. like you fucking cowards, man. <laughs> so I need to know where you guys stand on this, right? So there's a moment where Circus and uh, Andor run in, and it's like the three people in like the command center on the 8th floor, and they're like, right, uh, burn a firewall, we need to sort out all this, blah, blah, blah. And the guy, he's like, turn of it off. And this guy's like, no. So Circus shoots one of the other guys, and he goes, I'll turn it off. Very funny line. Great comedic timing. Well done, <laughs> Great. mate. Good for you. The, the the bit I need to know, right, so after they kind of get them to shut all it down, and the power, like, the backup power comes on, and before Circus's speech, or no, it's after Circus's speech this happens, but do we not just kill those two? If there's yeah, any chance no, that they yeah. can they can yeah. turn stuff back on, like I'm going, you're literally running around a fucking prison where the floor can electrify you. Do we not just fucking off those two guys? Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. agree, totally agree. The he's not shied away from it before. It was like that. Yeah. Um, point before I made on like I think episode three or four, the the one on the first planet he was on, and they're making the escape. Instead of killing Rent-a-Cop, he ties him up. Like takes yeah. the time to tie that. I'm like, you've shot people in the back in cold blood, but you will take the time to tie someone up. You are in a prison break. These are the maintenance people that run the floor. Yeah. And you, I know they give that one line. It's like, oh, if we turn off the power now, it'll take months or something to come back on. And I'm like, but they're but on emergency you, power. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. even if they believe, like, even if they are saying that, why do you believe it? Like, exactly. why wouldn't yeah. they lie? So at my point, like, and again, we'll get into the speech, but at this point, I'm going, once you've got everything that you need, like, there's a bit where fucking Andor's, like, all yours. I'm going, mate, how does he know how to work their fucking desk? He's a, he's a fucking lackey for them to help use, like, force you all to build stuff. It's just this overall understanding. And again, it's picky. Like, I did enjoy this episode. But I was just, at this point, I'm going, 
fucking off them. If there is even 1% chance that they can kill you as you're making your escape, fuck, like, mate, if they can phone the Empire and just be like, here, by the way, that's prison, fucking like, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's in in the Yellow yeah, Pages. It's just here. E for Empire. Yeah, exactly. Like, you phone, phone, phone palps and be like, here, mate, fucking, they've got who? Snoke and some guy that's going to give Death Star plans away. Um, right. Let's get into the speech. I'm getting my one bad thing out of the way before we get in and praise Andy Serkis. We are making jokes about Snoke. As soon as he went on that, uh, like, Tanoi thing, he sounded entirely like Snoke. Yeah. The whole time he's like, I am here on the level of that. And I'm going, why is Snoke talking to these people? And it, and then it, when it cuts to him and it's just him speaking normally, I'm like, oh yeah, Andy Serkis. And then when it cuts back to Tanoi, I was like, yeah, no, they definitely shouldn't have done that. They, they should have made the Tanoi sound more like his voice. But other than that, the speech was fucking fantastic. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great speech. And, and like, there's, it just shows how masterful Andy Serkis is about using his voice for a performance as well. Because he was getting in subtle, wee like little voice cracks and like warbling and in the way he was talking, just to show like how emotional the character was. And it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful moment of like hearing that speech being delivered to the entire prison and just rallying all these prisoners to be like, yeah, you know, fuck the Empire, we're getting out. We're one. There's one way out, boys. And then the chanting begins. I think what they do well as well is like obviously with Andy Serkis's character, like Andor has very much been there, kind of like nudging him, saying, "Look, you know we need to do this. You know we need to do this." And there's a point where Andor gives it. It was quite cheesy, but is that is that all you've got? Like you need to do more, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it works really well for uh, Serkis's character that he does kind of build up to that and it does get to that point where he's like I would rather die than give them the chance to kill me and, and again very cheesy but I did like it that point where uh, the the the, the support and artist extra kind of guy like takes one step and it's just almost this like big epic moment and then you see them walking out the doors and I was like yeah we're escaping how many of these people are killers and rapists and kidnappers like, <laughs> but we're escaping um <laughs> But yeah, the moment, uh, Joseph, you brought it up earlier in the pod, there's a point where Circus is looking down the lens and it's just like, his he's facial expressions, his he's passion, the way he's talking, it's it's an absolute fantastic monologue. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Good, good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, yeah, no, he was given a good, a pretty good speech and uh, Andor's kind of like going, you know, say the words say the words you know make him make the and he's like uh yeah i guess i'll just come up with something uh uh and the one uh, thing i didn't and, get as well was when it's really was like it has to be you i was like why <laughs> why because he's one of the ones that was like you yeah know, but if you're charge, all in jail but... and whoever comes over the tannoy and says here guys we're off i'm not <laughs> gonna be like nah you're not a shift leader, mate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're having me on. Yeah, so like, on. yeah, because if it was Ando, it'd be like, "Come on, guys, we need to get out of here." Like, this one got nah, mate. Name, right, name my like, boss, mate. Name my boss. Tano, I'm back. Going, excuse me, what position do you hold? You're I'm just sorry, like but me, you, mate. You, get you, you, you don't govern this shift, pal. You're, you're, you're <laughs> only the boss here. You're not in charge of me. Plus, I clock sure. five minutes, mate. It's bedtime. I'm not <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I get the the conf- the conflict, but. I'm not sure if I was escaping a prison, if the fact that I couldn't swim and I had to swim 
was the only way to get away that that I would stop me from jumping out. Like, don't I you think... undermine that really sad moment, Paul? Don't you well, undermine that heartbreaking that, moment? That leads me then to I fucking heart watching that. We'll boy uh... sneeze. No, I'm not. Oh, he's muted himself. <laughs> oh no! I started talking because I thought it was going to sneeze. Now, don't sneeze. Right. Um, we'll skip a moment to talk about this moment, right? So we get the Andy Circus. I can't swim. I was like, I'm with Paul. I don't give a fuck. I'm in the water and I'm hanging on to somebody. <laughs> like, that's what's happening. Um, but, We're all murderers here. I'm going to cling on to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone will have water wings in their pocket, surely. Um, but yeah, Use we'll those skip... shoes. They look like they would float. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll skip the scars guard moment and we'll come back to that because I want to talk about the ending. So obviously, my question was, do you think... Andy Serkis makes the escape. But not only that, like the end of this episode, we just see two people. It's just Andor and the other guy who, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't had a lot of lines, but he's had a lot of like passive looks looks at Andor. Like he's not really spoke to Andor much, but it's just those two. Do you think if we go back and watch all those moments, we'll hear like Careless Whisper playing or something? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so here's my question then about the ending before we get back to Skarsgård. Where is the rest of them? Are they all dead? And are we on Tatooine? No. No. There's no water on Tatooine. There's three moons. Ah, is that somewhere we've been before? two suns. Th- um... Two suns. I don't think it has three moons. Uh... Uh, I, 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 seen... I don't know where it is. That last remember, shot, it was very distinct of the three mm-hmm. moons, and I was going, ah, is this a place we've been? Don't tell me we're in Tatooine again. But yeah, what do you think's happened to the other guys? I think I they've think... scattered. I think some of them have drowned, and I think some of them have been shot. I think they'll have had ships out looking for them, and yeah, I think they'll probably pretty much be either shot, recaptured, uh-huh. scattering, a mix of all that. I'm in the same boat with Paul. I think they've either been shot, killed, or scattered, and I'm just really sad we didn't get to see what happened with Andy Circus. Do you think we will, though? I, I see. think. I, I think, so. think Andor and that were swimming, and he got in and he was swimming, but Andor and a bunch of them, well, he was trying and he's struggling, and Andor and that swim to like a big, like floating piece of wood or something, and they all climb onto it like there's five of them on this big oh, piece of wood and then there's one piece one bit left it's clearly enough room for him but he's struggling and then anders just like i'd love to love to mate love to bring you on here but i like this wood and it's all mine so gotta be a no and then and circus just sort of has this look of <laughs> betrayal but also he's at peace with it and then just yeah then then at the end Andor standing on the shore and he throws the heart of the ocean back in am i that transparent (laughs) yes (laughs) selfish bitch throwing that away that that man worked his entire life for that necklace and she just fucking threw away um but yeah i'll be interested to see where we get if if andy circus does that it'll be a shame if we don't get to see him again like even just his death um because he's been fantastic and i agree wholeheartedly with a previous comment that joseph made more live action andy circus please um, so let's talk about my other highlight moment is Skarsgård talking to Spud. Uh, if you thought Andy Serkis' monologue was good, 
my goodness, did Skarsgård lay the gauntlet down. I fucking loved this monologue. I loved the mm-hmm. fact that he's like, that's, that's like, it's a weird line he's balancing on with whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Because even like, as the elevator opens, his demeanour and his look, I'm going, well, you definitely look like a villain here. And as much as he's talking to um uh, Empire Mole, will we say? Mm-hmm. Like he comes across like the good guy because of the 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 aura and the position that 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 Skarsgård's character is 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 holding over him, and he's just like, no, 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 you're gonna you're still gonna be my guy. And then Skarsgård like, comes along and does his best Roman Reigns, and he goes, "I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm just the guy." And then he's like, but "I believe him, I believe him," mm-hmm. and that's better than what the fucking Rock done and. Black Art. I'm not a hero. I'm not a hero. <laughs> no, nah, but you're doing you're doing some pretty heroic stuff. Uh, Black Art. No, 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 no. I'm not a hero. I kill people. Yeah, it's, it's, who are you killing me? It's good, good guy stuff. But to get back to Skarsgård, I love that where he's like, I have to give up. I'm being a dad and I'm this and that. And he's like, what are you giving up? And then that's just this monologue where he's just lists all this stuff that he can't do. And he's he's not doing this for himself. He's doing this for like sunsets that he's not going to see. And he's doing this for people that won't even get to acknowledge the fact that he... And I'm going... Fucking wow. Like, I knew he was a good actor, but I thought it was fucking compelling as fuck in this uh, scene. Oh, yeah. It was, it's, and the fact that you can barely see him during the scene as well, and he's like totally in shout. It's like, oh, Skarsgård, you're up to bad shit. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, Skarsgård looking a little sithy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like the fact that you, if you'd really, if you pay attention to like the, the, sort of design of Star Wars and like the way they go for character design and costume design, you could tell that that wee ginger boy is, is the mole. You can tell he's like working for the good guys because he's got a moustache. Because in that sort of era, mole. all of the good guys mole, have mole, facial mole, hair. Mole, mole. <laughs> Wanna chop that moustache up and make some guacamole? <laughs> it's a mole. <laughs> We're children. We're children. I know. I'm. Stuff. I'm trying to make a good point, and you guys. Just gone morning, morning, a really morning. good point. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. Thank you very much. I'll go. You bastard. No, no, keep, keep going by your point. No, but it 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 was, it was really good because like it was it was like a moment when he's revealed. You're like, oh, oh, how? Of course, of course, that makes sense. Given like how um the the casting for Rogue One was like, uh, yeah, we need guys with mustaches or who can grow facial hair and keep facial hair, like that to be in keeping with that the era of film that it was all filmed in and it makes sense but it was also still quite a shock when he was like why why are you going to a weird freaky elevator why why are you being why are you being suspicious man but i just think i think the thing i enjoyed about it is is like as paul's kind of said and you've said like it's he he looks kind of sithy he looks kind of bad guy and Mm -hmm. even this guy's like do you do you don't care about what i've sacrificed and i'm going you're a bad guy i shouldn't feel sorry for you but i kind of do and then when Skarsgård kind of flips it, he's going, your sacrifice has been epic for the, the rebellion. Well done, you. Like, good job. But I've gave more and I will receive no commendation or benefits. For, I've gave up everything. I've got no... He's, he's, I've given up love. I've given up everything. He's, it's, I have it's, my shop. I've got my <laughs> shop. And of my with some cool shit in it. But other than that, fuck all. And I just, I just, I just really liked it. And I just... I, it, it made me... Kind of pine for the fact that we've not had a lot of this version of uh, Skarsgård's character. Luthien. Yeah, it's been yeah. 
I would I would like I would like more ruthless Luthen. Yeah, I want this character. I, mean, I, I remember want the guy liking him in episode three, I think it was, when he had the gun in his face and he wasn't even flinching <laughs> and yeah. stuff. But that's what I'm saying, and I get the reason that they've done it to, to, to that he's kind of incognito in amongst the people that, that serve the Empire we shop and stuff like that. But I love this performance more, and I, I want to see more of this side of this character. So I'm kind of hoping at least to get it in the next two episodes, but hopefully he'll be back for the for the second season. But yeah, I thought yeah, I thought this I thought this uh, scene in this monologue and that his performance was fucking incredible. And and it's, it's it was made like, me the bit that was like really powerful when he was like, um, oh, I'll I'll retire from the empire. That's me done. I'm no longer your mole, your plant, whatever. Um, and like Luthen's like, oh, what are you going to do about it? He's like, oh, well, my wife's got like, her family's got this business. I'll be part of that. And he just goes, I write. You're, you're not doing that. You're not going to be part of that. We both know you're not. So get back to work, little moustache mole. And, this, and this, this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's done so well that like, <laughs> he's talking to a bad guy and he is the good guy, but he still comes across somewhat evil the way he's talking. Mm -hmm. Like the line, there's a line where he like right. I think it's the last two things he says to him. He's like, "You'll stay with me, Lonnie." Uh, and then his his final line is, "I need all the heroes I can get." Where it's like, it's it. I don't know how to, how to explain this. You'll stay with me, Lonnie. Is terrifying. Like you don't have a choice. You're going to keep doing what I'm doing. We both know it. I know it. You know it. That's it. And then I need all the heroes that I can get. It's just like this. Like I don't know, man. It's just. It, it, the sentiment is like heroic but at the same time it's like you're it's going terrifying. to be yeah it's like you're going to do what i'm telling you because i need it and that's it and it's like where is this character where is this guy being like more of this please like i need th these interactions i don't need you fucking fobbing off your fucking antique jedi fucking <laughs> force unleashed armor stuff that we all get to <laughs> wank about because we know about the easter eggs and all that shit i want this guy He'll sell you your Sith daggers later once exactly. he's been threatening exactly. and menacing. So yeah, <laughs> that's us at the end of another episode, ladies and gents. So we want to know what you thought of this week's episode. Are you as favourable as we are? Was the things that we missed speaking about that was your favourite parts, all that kind of stuff? Do you think we'll get Andy Serkis even if it is just like a drowning body that we see floating in the water? I'll take that at this point. I will take that. Um, let us know in the comment section what you all thought, all that kind of stuff. Guys, before we give where the, all the lovely people can find us, what are we expecting from the last two episodes? Jailbreak. Um, Had jailbreak. Basically, Andor finds his way back to Skarsgård. And Mon Mothma gets her money one way or another. Like, she, she finds a way to get paid. Yeah. Does Nerd Cop murder anyone? Nerd Cop hmm. has a bit of a mental break, or he basically either has a mental breakdown or he rises to the top of his current job and gets to a position where he can cause more havoc for Andor and more lovey, stalkery stuff for Daedra. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, we're going to get. We're going to yeah. get like um, Andor doing his thing to get back to the rebellion. We don't care. But what we're going to get is episodes of uh, Nerd Cop going full sting, like every breath you take after uh, Deirdre, like falling her in with a boombox. He's going to murder his mum. 
It's, that's what I was going to say. He's going to What he's going to do is he's going to drown her in blue milk. <laughs> just, just grab that green milk titty and just like fucking. Close it and like, <laughs> yeah, but it'll be it'll be like proper. Just like shut up, shut it's up, shut the up. The milk <laughs> on its skin, or it gets the teeth again. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. He's going. He's, yeah, he's going to go full like Christian Bale, American Psycho, on somebody, nice. and then um, we're going to have like a slightly shattered duel of the fates between Nerd Cop and Andor uh, during another bank heist on Spafheim or whatever that place was called about the about the the thing that Krieger was doing. Uh, I'm just trying to like link everything in a really stupid shit way. Well, my 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 last question, just talking about linking stuff in a stupid shit way. Does Andor get his cash back at the top of the show? No, because they forget about it, much like his sister. Ah, yes, I'm forgetting about his forgettable sister. That's much true. like a sibling, the thousands of credits he's made will just go unforgotten. Not unforgotten. <laughs> Not They'll unforgotten. Go <laughs> <laughs> He'll forget about it. Uh, yeah, we've got, again, I think we've got a lot of interesting stuff that needs to be tied up, so it'll be interesting to see how they do that in, in the last two episodes. But that is all for us this week. Uh, Joseph, where can the lovely people find you? people can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Joseph Boone on both platforms where uh, I like to pretend I'm a ghost and don't exist and never post anything. Love it. Paul? You may find me on Instagram at Stirrit Story where I pretend that I have more followers than I actually do. <laughs> I do I do that with this podcast as well. Um, if you want to follow us uh, the podcast we're at with mates pod on tiktok and twitter and with mates podcast on facebook and instagram uh, if you want to follow me i'm at and alpha gray on all social media platforms and if you're interested the game god of war has been released today and i will be streaming that on twitch so if you haven't got a playstation and you're interested in seeing what that story happens come on over to twitch and watch me play it I'm probably not going to be very good because I've not been on the PlayStation a very long time. So um, has Sonic Frontiers. Oh, so fuck that game. That looks so shit. I thought it looked quite good. An uh, open world Sonic game. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what is it? It's, it's Sonic Breath of the Wild and it's not going to be as good even though it yeah. is Sonic. Yeah. But I mean, I'll give it a God chance. Of War, mate. God of War. Yeah, God of War. Every time. Yeah. Uh, I've actually never played. It's very good. I, will I, send know, I, like, I like the concept. It's I love Greek mythology and stuff. But I will send you a link, and if people are interested, and if you haven't played the first game, I am currently watching through a video podcast called OSW. They do like old school video wrestling uh, stuff, mm -hmm. so they go back and they review old wrestling stuff, but they also do gaming stuff. Uh, and they've done a God of War retrospective where they look at all the old games. They do a deep dive into the 2018 game in preparation for mm -hmm. God of War Ragnarok coming out. But it's, yeah, it's it's bloody brilliant, man. Like the the first three God of Wars are like tits and blood and gore and fighting yeah. and killing and all that. Then 2018 one is just oh, there's emotion. Oh no, now why am I crying? Yeah. And I feel as if that's what Ragnarok is going to be like too. So if you're interested and you want to see me play that game, twitch.tv forward slash Grey. Um, this week on the podcast, we will have Black Panther Wakanda Forever over uh, out on the weekend. I will be seeing it Friday afternoon really early so that I don't get any spoilers for that bad boy. But that is all for this week. So thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week for more Cassie and Andor. Latest on the Min Hello. You have reached the Palpatine hotline. Press 1 for to hear the tale of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Press <laughs> 2 to see my real dark side. Oh, Good. no. <laughs> Good. Ew. <laughs>